Here is Jalen Thompson from the Kansas City Star. We just had uh, your compadre, Jesse Newell, on. We're going to double dip the star. How are you, Jalen? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? You know, it's always great when we got the Kansas City Star on the radio. That means we're doing something good. <laughs> well, there you go. We appreciate you uh, coming on. So the Royals, not to be completely overwhelmed by what the Chiefs are doing right now, announced a, a long extension with Bobby Witt. Uh, paying him a lot of money for a lot of years. This is something that uh, obviously we have not seen the Royals do before. What do you think uh, made them do it this time? Well, I think it's all about the perfect time. And that's something that really resonated with me when we spoke to Bobby Blue Jr. at his press conference yesterday. He said it was just the perfect time seeing the moves that the Royals have made. He called it a sign of hope. For the future, um, as you guys know, the Royals committed over $100 million to several veteran free agents this year. Um, and, you know, at this point in time, it just seemed like they they wanted to keep Bobby Wood Jr. in a Royals uniform. Bobby wanted to stay here. And if you look at kind of how the contract is structured a little bit, there are flexibilities on Bobby's half. He has going down that 14-year run. And then there's also the Royals. They're going to keep a star in town. So I think it just worked out for both sides. So begrudgingly, I have to admit that, that the Royals did have a great offseason. I happen to root for another team in the division. But is there a player with a higher ceiling? There's a lot of veterans who have had success but maybe don't feel like uh, all-stars or, or superstars. But is there a player that they've signed, one of the veterans, who you feel like might be able to, to get them to a different level, who, who will have a really good season if, uh, if kind of the Royals do? Yeah, I think so. And I think the player that – I'm going to point to it, Seth Lugo because he literally just started pitching full-time as a starter last year with the San Diego Padres, and he looked good at it. You know, early in his career, he was in a bullpen role. He started a couple of games, and then he really turned to a full starter. And now we're going into year two, and this year he'll be doing that with the Royals as a full starter. And we don't know, he might take the next step in that development, being out there every fifth day. So I think that's someone to watch really well this season. Talking uh, with Jalen Thompson from the Kansas City Star Royals beat writer. I'm looking at the Pakota standings. Now, you, you can take from these what you want, but they obviously put this, uh, they have some algorithms and uh, things that they use to try to predict the future. Uh, the Royals, they uh, estimate, are right on that 70-win line. Would the Royals be happy with that? That would be a pretty good improvement over the 56 wins they had last year. Would that be enough to placate uh, the front office and maybe even the fan base? Or are expectations higher? Well, I think that the expectations, if you ask players, are higher. They want to win the American League Central. They want to be competitive. And I know Vinny Pasquantino, he's coming back from shoulder injury last year. He, he said it at World's Rally on Saturday. They want to win. And I think that that is the sentiment among all the players in the clubhouse. So that 70-win mark, while it would be an improvement from only winning 56 games last year, the Royals look like a team that they're they're hungry. And when you look at the American League Central, not a lot of teams have made significant moves to kind of move themselves up the food chain. Look at the Twins. You look at the Cleveland Guardians, the Detroit Tigers, and the Chicago White Sox. So 
the Royals can be in it, but they have to start fast. So, obviously, you know none of the other young. Uh, Royals players, almost said Chiefs there, uh, have had the production that Bobby Witt has. But do you see, are there other extension candidates potentially for the Royals that uh, guys they want to lock up long term? Or are there guys maybe uh, this year that could play their way into those conversations perhaps next offseason? I think we have to look at the landscape of where the team is. Obviously, Bobby Witt Jr., what he did his first year, hitting 20 home runs and stealing 30 bases and then hitting 30 home runs and stealing 49 bases this past season, that kind of warranted uh, you, you might want to try to lock him up long-term and, you know, have him be a part of your future going forward. But with the other guys, they're just so young and they're just getting into their MLB career. So really you got to look at it as um, what can they, can they produce at that same level again than what they gave you last year and build upon it. Talking Royals with uh, Jalen Thompson from the Kansas City Star. I've read as much as I can about this contract for Bobby Wood. It seems like it's a pretty good deal for him, and obviously the Royals feel like it's a good deal for them as well. What I'm, what I'm curious about is when they get to the point where they're paying Bobby Witt $35 million a year, they obviously want to be in a new downtown ballpark. Uh, they think that will increase revenues. They want to have uh, their television deal completely figured out. Is, is there, you think John Sherman is going to be an owner who can build around a $35 million player and maybe add some other pieces that you're having to pay uh, 18 to $25 million a year? Because uh, that's what, uh, that seems to be what the contenders have to do. Yeah. And I think it looks going back to just this off season. I mean, if you ask a lot of fans and, and local media people around, it's almost like, did you see the Royals going out and spending over $100 million on several free agents that they that they got? They show the willingness to spend money. So I think when you get to that point of if there is a new stadium and Bobby is into that seven, eight, nine-year range of this new ascension where he's making $35 million, it, it, we don't know. We can never predict the future, but I can tell you that just looking at what they've done so far, there is a re- really reason for them to want to win. And I think that um, John Sherman, he might look at that and, you know, maybe he does open the, the pocketbook a little bit more. But he's shown that he's willing to spend to put a good team on the field. So what are you looking towards at uh, spring training? What will you have your eye on? It seems like the moves the Royals made have kind of filled those holes. So is it just kind of about uh, staying healthy, getting healthy, or do you see maybe some position battles emerging? Well, I'm looking at a couple of things. One person I'm really looking at is Brady Singer because Brady Singer last year, he was the top of the rotation. Now he's got some guys that, are going to be ahead of him in, in Cole Reagan, Seth Lugo, Michael Wasa. This is going to be good for Brady Singer because he has to have a big year this year. You know, he could be going into some money in the upcoming year through arbitration. Um, he has to prove that he can be the guy. And let's see what he does with a full offseason after not having to go to the World Baseball Classic last year. If he can really settle into that role as a strong fourth middle of the rotation starter, that could really help the Royals take that next jump to the next level. Another person that I'm really looking at is the outfield. So MJ Melendez, um, he's not going to be catching this year. He's going to be 
full-blown outfielder in left field, how does he take the next step and become the player that the Royals know that he can be and what he's shown in first? You know, he has the power potential. What can he do to really help this offense? I think those are two players that I'm looking at the most. And I would throw Vinny Pasquantino in there because I'm very intrigued by what he can do with a fully healthy season. And then, you know, this is a guy that if if he's if he produces at the level I think he's capable of producing, then you gotta start thinking about extending him, don't you? Yeah, that that could be possible as well. I mean we look at Vinny's numbers last year, before he got hurt. He was he already had, I believe, sixteen to seventeen doubles, nine home runs, twenty six RBIs, and the team that he left when he had got hurt and coming back to this year is a lot stronger and it could be a lot deeper. You you see Vinny Pasquantino being inserted in there, maybe behind him, Bobby Wood Jr. that back second in the lineup. And you have Hunter Renfro, you have Salvador Perez, you have Nelson Velasquez that have that power combination that can be hidden behind him, that means he's going to have to pitch to Vinny Pasquantino. And if he can get back to where he looked like with a fully healthy shoulder, I think you might be right. He could be the next one that may push for a chance at an ascension somewhere down the line. Is there any, has there been anything about uh, Zach Greinke? I know he had a pretty bad year last year. I think he's 40 now. I don't think he'd play for anyone besides Kansas City, but I also don't think uh, if he – decided to retire that he'd ever tell anyone yeah yeah i think the thing about zach is going to have to come down to does he want to come back and play again um where where would he fit in on that discussion and honestly it just he has to weigh his options i mean the world they made some moves as far as the starting rotation goes so what would be the best opportunity for zach to come back to pitch and i think he has to weigh that but if he does come back, I think it could be a good story for wherever he goes because he's so close to getting to 3,000 strikeouts, whether that's in Kansas City or somewhere else. All right, Jalen, we appreciate it. We're uh, obviously eager for baseball season. We got a little Super Bowl to get to first. When, who do the Royal? When, when is the Royals' first exhibition game, and when do they report? Our uh, pitchers and catchers report on February 14th. The first full squad workout is February 19th, and the first game of the um, Cactus League will be February 23rd against the Texas Rangers at the Pride Stadium. There you go. Thank you, Jalen. Always appreciate your time. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it so much, and I hope to talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Take care. Good guy. I like him. Of course. Almost feel like we're buddies. You think I've had him on a few times? No, that's the second time. Thought it might have been three. Second time, but a good guy, and I enjoy reading his work. Uh, all right, time for a break. Hour number two, straight ahead. Mike Furches will join us at about three twenty-five or thereabouts as we talk some pop culture. Mike on the road right now in Tennessee. Guy's got. I I, I admire some of the things he does. Just takes off. He's getting out there. Takes off. Kind of want to do that someday. We'll be back.